Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Charmonique of the Cats These Vibes podcast. I thought that, you know, on this Saturday night, I got my margarita. I thought that I would do a Ask Tobanik episode because it's been a while. I just feel like talking and just, you know, talking to y'all about how I've been feeling this year. So far, we are in April and like it's been flying by pretty much. I feel like I just had a birthday and I just turned 32. Like it's already, you know, my birthday was in January, the top of the year. And so here we are halfway through April and yeah, so I just thought that you know, I'm I'm not quite feeling myself yet, but it is definitely getting there. So, hold on. Yeah. We going, you know, I'm going to let y'all in my business a little bit, just a little bit. So, we can get into a couple of topics, whatever is on my mind really. And yeah. So, what how has this year been for me? The beginning of the year, I feel like I said this already, but maybe I said it, but then I didn't put the episode out. So I'm saying now, but the beginning of the year, I was very, very emotional, very emotional. Like on New Year's, I, it was like raining too. And I, I had took a drive, like this is, I've never done this before. This is like the first time I ever done this, but I just I just took a drive with no destination. I was listening to Drake, looking listening to like his old shit. Uh, you know, like Club Paradise, Lust for Life, Dreams Money Could Buy, you know, that era. Trust issues, that era right there. Which is probably almost like my I think that's like my favorite era of music from Drake. We could talk we can get into that, but let me let me stay on topic. So I went for a drive. I was just driving and it was raining. At the time I was still smoking, so I think I I was smoking too. And I just drove. Drove to a part of Arizona that I I've never really been. And it wasn't far. I probably was like a good 30, 40 minutes away from my house. But yeah, I just drove because I didn't really know what else to do with myself. Like, I was just so emotional. So freaking emotional. And I think it was because of several different things. I don't really know. I don't really want to pinpoint what it was. But like, I just was very emotional that day. And... I'm happy like I haven't really been emotional like that in a while because I was really it was getting really bad like it was getting bad I was crying and just being emotional about certain different things like for example I'll I'll I'll, I'll let y'all in on this this much I was emotional because of you know my son he's getting older he's going to be 15 this year and he had him a little girlfriend, right? And I just 
there were just things that I just was not comfortable with. Like I wasn't comfortable with him spending the night over her, over her house. Like that was just like a no for me. But for whatever reason, the mama was cool with it. And so I just was like, it was just like making me look like the bad guy and making me look like I was the one that was being strict. But it was just like, nah, I'm not comfortable with that. And that's not going to happen. Like, no, mm -mm. y'all are too, too young for that. And I think just the, the fact that he's getting older and he's like, he's my only child. And I think that was, I don't know, that just was really getting to me. And it's like, as they get older, especially being the fact that he's a boy, as they get older, they don't, you know, really let you mother them the way that you want to you know when they were young you know you were able to do different things and you did more things together and so I think that that was just the fact that he was he's growing up and things are changing and sometimes I just be wanting him to like you know want to spend more time with me and things like that I think I was really letting that get to me and it was just making me emotional you know and it's not, of course, it's nothing that he's doing. It's not his fault. It's just me being a mother and just reminiscing on him being a baby and how I was able to. And of course, I don't want to baby him at this point because, you know, I, I, that's not what I want to do. Like, I'm not trying to, I don't want to hinder him in his growth at all. But it is definitely something that is an adjustment because it just they grow up so fast like one day they're they are six years old and then the next they're a teenager like it's just you know he's in high school now he's almost you know freshman year is almost over so it's a lot to adjust to and then the fact that he's my only child it just kind of multiplies that and so I, I feel like that definitely had me emotional the top of the year. And I think just overall, just life not really being the way that I wanted it, wanted to be. I think that there are definitely things that I would want that I, you know, that I do want for myself that I don't have. And so that definitely had me emotional, you know, and it's like it was before my birthday. My birthday is January 21st. So starting the year off with the birthday, it's I, I mean, I like it. But at the same time, it's like right right when the new year comes, it's like, OK, I'm about to have a birthday. And then I have to think about the fact that where I am in life and maybe it's not exactly where I thought I would be at this age or the age that I'm about to turn so I'm 32 now and it's it's a lot you know when you enter your 30s like when you were in your 20s and you thought that when you got to your 30s your life was just going to be a certain way and then when you actually get to your 30s it's just like no <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon Maybe in my 40s it'll happen. It's like, but you never know. And I always say things can happen with a 
this something my life can change drastically for the better you know this year next year you know you really don't know so I know a lot of the people who have recently entered their 30s can relate to what I'm saying or the people who are parents they may be able to relate to what I'm saying just you know watching your children grow it's it's a blessing for sure but it also can be emotional and so I think that that's how my year started I was just so so emotional but I'm glad that I'm I'm not as emotional as I was um I always tell myself I always tell myself okay go ahead and be emotional but you gotta stop this shit I had to have a talk I had to have a pep talk and tell myself girl you've been crying all day go ahead and cry it out but after this you ain't finna be crying no more like I, I really had to tell myself that because you know sitting around crying or being sad is not gonna do anything but I also think that it's very important to just cry when you need to allow yourself to feel allow yourself to be emotional and you know that's a part of self-care I feel like for sure so that's how my year started off and then by the time my birthday came around I I didn't really have much plan for my birthday I honestly just wanted to have a birthday dinner maybe step out um I kind of wish I didn't even because I had a birthday dinner we went to Benny not not Benny Hanna's but um PF Chains it was my first time going and you know the people showed up that I invited and so it was a good turnout and then we went out afterwards but it wasn't really worth going out I could have definitely just went home after the dinner like and been fine and probably would have had more fun at home but that's another thing as you get older don't put pressure on yourself to turn up on your birthday like you just do whatever feels right do whatever you're in the mood for if you don't if you don't want to do much if you want to get to get you a cake and blow out a, a candle then and that's it then then do that you know but I know sometimes you can have pressure from your family because they're asking you know what are you doing for your birthday what are you doing what you what you got planned so I think sometimes there might be that pressure coming from other people and that may make you feel like you have to do something and so moving forward I'm gonna just do whatever I'm in the mood for like this past birthday, I felt like I had to do something more than what, more than the dinner. When really I could have just did the dinner and then took my ass home and I would have been fine. Like seriously, I, I did a photo shoot. I have a camera. I got myself a, a Panasonic Lumix camera and I did like a photo shoot in my garage and I took some really, really nice pictures. And that's what I you know wanted to do for my birthday. And I had a good time. And I, I, I bought me a lot of cute outfits and that was fun for me. That's how I really wanted to celebrate my birthday. So that's my takeaway from, you know, birthdays. Just do what you want to do. Do what you're in the mood for. 
Don't let nobody pressure you into thinking that you have to do something, that you have to turn up, that you have to go to the club. You don't have to do nothing other than what you feel like you want to do. So when I turn 33, uh, I don't, I probably won't be doing much. I think the next birthday that I might try to like do it big is when I turn 35 by the grace of God. I, you know, I see 35. For 35, we gonna, it's going to be, I'm going to do something. I'm going to plan something out for 35. But for 33 and 34, I'm going to just do whatever I feel like doing that year, that moment, whatever I'm in the mood for. And can't nobody, and not allow no, anyone to, you know, make me feel like I have to do something. So, so yeah, that's definitely what I how I feel about birthdays moving forward. So that was January, February. It's so crazy. Like it's really April. Like time is just really flying by. It don't make no sense. Let me get a sip of my drink. So so far this year how many dates have I been on um one I think yeah yeah I've only been on one date so what I've decided that as far as my dating life goes the way that I feel like I'm going to approach it is I'm going to go on as many dates as I can because I would go like years without even going out or even allowing anyone to take me out. And I just feel like that's just not like, what is that going to do for me? Like, that's not going to help me meet anyone or meet my potential husband if I don't actually go on any dates. Like, it's if I'm not putting myself out there to actually meet someone that's right for me then it's just not gonna happen and I'm just gonna be single which you know most of the time I'm okay with but then the other half of the time it is bothersome because I do crave male attention I do crave you know having someone of the opposite sex that I could flirt with you know maybe cake a little bit with on the phone or in person I do I do be missing that I'm not gonna even lie so I do I have been you know well this is pretty much the way that I go about it like once niggas start getting on my nerves too much I withdraw and I be like okay y'all ain't shit y'all getting on my nerves y'all y'all suck and I'm going to allow myself to not be bothered by any any of you niggas. And then when I feel like coming back outside, I'll do that. So that's pretty much what I do. Like, as soon as niggas start getting on my nerves, I just, I just like, exit stage left. That's, that's just to help with my sanity and help with my peace. That's the way that I go about it. Okay? So right now 
no one has get on, got on my nerves too much to where I decided to like pull back. So right now I'm outside. Okay. I'm outside. And so I went on a date to, was it last weekend? Yeah, it was last weekend. Last Friday, I went on a date. And it was, so we went out to eat. We was going to go to Top Golf, but Top Golf is very, it was a Friday night, so it was very busy. And I think you have to like plan ahead so that you can be able to rent a banner or whatever you call it. And so there was nothing available until the next day. So we weren't able to go to Top Golf. Um, he was really hungry, so we actually went out to eat. So we went out to eat. And it was it was cool. Like we we vibe, like we we laughed, we smiled at each other. And it was I think it was intimate in the way that you know, we were sitting across from each other, so we was able to have eye contact. And then there was moments where, you know, he smiled and I smiled, you know. And then after we ate, we went to walk around. And then we sat in his car for a little bit. And I went home. And that was that. <laughs> My thing is this that there wasn't really there wasn't really any sparks flying. In my opinion, there wasn't really any sparks flying. There wasn't really any magic, like nothing really special about it. So I mean, I would be open to going on a second date, but then if we don't then oh well okay on to the next you know so and I'm pretty sure he feels the exact same way because we haven't really spoke we I think he he had texted me once I text back and but after that we haven't spoke so to be honest on these dating sites it's like a lot of these men I see a lot of uh, oh, I just moved here. I'm new in town, you know. So I feel like a lot of them are just trying to find local coochie. And <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's what it seems like. Now that they're in a new state, they're trying to find some local coochie. That's all it really is. And I'm not going to be that. So, it, yeah, it's just no. No, 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 no. So this particular dude, he he actually, so when we were sitting in his car, he actually asked me if I wanted to go to his house. And that kind of, it didn't throw me off, but I just, I, I don't think I was expecting it because, I don't know, I kind of was getting the vibe that he was ready to go home because we was, we was walking around and... I I offered because we since we couldn't go to Top Golf, I offered a different idea of something else we could do, but he wasn't trying to do that. So I was just like, uh, okay, well, I'm not finna just keep walking around, you know. So we sat in the car for a little bit, and then 
he had asked me if I wanted to go to his house. And I said, no, I'm, I'm going to go home. And he was just like, okay. You know, he wasn't pushy about it or anything, which, you know, I respect him for, you know, not trying to pressure me or anything. And then we hugged. I got in my car. He told me to text him when I got home. I did. We text for a little bit. And then the thing, the thing that kind of turned me off was that the fact that we, I, so I suggested that if he was interested, we can do Top Golf another day. We'll just have to plan it, you know, plan ahead. And then he was like, you know, I'm cool with that. And then the thing, that part that was like, uh, for me was when he was like, and then maybe you could come over after. I'm like, this nigga. So when a nigga, I just feel like when a nigga is trying to get you to come over, it's for only only for one thing. I mean, like, come on. It's only for one thing. He's trying to get some coochie. But my whole thing is, I don't want to be in a position where you think you're finna get some and I don't want to give you any. Like, I just do not want to be in that position and yeah, no, I'm just, no, 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 no. I'm not in the place where I want to be having casual sex. So it's just a no go for me. It's just a no for me. And so I just flat out, like, I'm just at a point in my life where I'm not trying to beat around the bush. I'm going to say what I mean and get to the point because I want to get on the same page. Like, if we're going to continue communicating, if we're going to continue seeing each other, then we need to be on the same page. And I think that it's very important when you're dating is that you date someone who's on the same page as you. Because if you're not, it can just create issues and complications and misunderstandings. So I just flat out was like, okay. So when he had said, you know, maybe you could come over. I just was like, well, I'm assuming that you want me to come over because you want to have sex. I just flat out said that. And he was just like, you know, that's not my full intention, you know, but if it happens, it happens. I would appreciate, you know, if it did happen or something like that. And that kind of threw me off. I'm like, appreciate it. Like, huh? And then he was like, that's not my full intention. So, so that must mean it's what kind of what you want, you know, but you're saying that that's not the only thing that you want. Like, you're trying to make me feel like that's not the only reason why you're talking to me. But that's basically, that's pretty much how it seems. And then the fact that we haven't really even spoke since then that much it's just like, okay, the way that I was reading you was definitely on point. You're new to town and you want some local coochie. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. That's fine. Like we grown, but you just need to find somebody who wants to give you that because it's not me. You're not going to get it from me. I'm just, I'm just about to be open and honest about that because like I said, I'm not someone who likes to have casual sex like I just don't 
you know, there now there may be a circumstance where maybe it may happen, but there's just different things that you would have to do. There's different ways that you have to make me feel in order for it to get to that point. And it's like, nigga, I don't even know if I like you. Like, I don't even know you. That, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, a lot of people are different. The way people go about sex is different. Some people don't care if they know you or not. Some people don't care if there's a an emotional connection or not. Some people, if, if they have enough liquor in their system, they might, you know, be open to anything like, people are different and so that's why it's very important that you meet someone that you're compatible with and you make sure that you're on the same page and that's where I'm at with it like I'm not trying to date anybody who I'm not compatible with who I can't get on the same page with and you shouldn't be trying to date me if I'm not the person for you you know what I'm saying like if you just want someone to come over and, and you know, y'all do do what y'all do. And then that's that. I'm not the girl for that. So you will have to go back on that dating app and swipe right a couple more times until you find that girl because it's just not me. You know what I mean? So it's I think it's safe to say we won't be going on any more dates, which is fine. Like, I'm cool with it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I don't take offense to it at all, but I'm definitely not about to let nobody play games with me. I'm not about to let nobody lead me on. I'm not trying to lead nobody on. I'm just not there. I'm just not. So it's, you know, back to the drawing board. Like at this point, I'm just, I want to get to know somebody. I want them to want to get to know me. That's it. Like, that's where we have to start. We have to start where we are wanting to get to know each other. Not just hurry up and get in, the, you know, get in the bed. It's just like, you don't even really know much about me. Like, we sit, yeah, we talked. We we talked. We had a conversation. We had, you know, but you still don't know shit about me. And I still don't know shit about you. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm just not there. I ain't really ever been there, but at this big age, I know how to communicate what I want and what I don't want. And I, I'm not scared to, you know, just be, get straight to the point. Like you just, you, so you want me to come to the house so we can have sex? Like I just straight up, like, and if that's what you want, then just say that's what you want. And I'm going to let you know that it's not going to fucking happen. And then that way you can, again, go back to the app or go back to your contact list and hit up whoever is going to, you know, give you what you want. Because it's not going to be Charmonique. It's just not. So, <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was that date. And that hasn't discouraged me from wanting to go on more, but it definitely has let me know I'm, you know, continue to be continue to be honest, girl. Continue to say what's on your mind and, you know, 
and ask them questions so that you make sure that you're on the same page with these niggas because they are a lot of them they don't want to get to know you a lot of them will have sex with anybody and I that for me is a turn off if you're willing to just have sex with any old body it's a turn off to me it really is like it's just a turn off everyone has different turns on turn ons and turn offs but I think for me a nigga that is just willing to have sex with someone that they just met and not really care to get to know them is a turn off. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying you nasty. I'm not saying anything other than that's not for me. Okay? Okay. So before I get off this dating subject, I need, I just need to let y'all niggas know that going hiking for the first link up, the first date is a no go. I don't know. There might be some women out there who are okay with it, but me personally, nah, we not going hiking for the first time. For the first time that we meet each other. No, 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 no. I'm not with that. I don't know you. You could be a whole fucking serial killer. So why the fuck would I want to be out in the mountains or, you know, out where there's really nobody around hiking with you? Why would I want to do that? Like, I don't mind, like, later on down the line, we do that as, like, a day or something that we could do together. Like, I don't mind it at all. Like, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with being outside, being out in nature you know, you know, being active, like I'm cool with that. But for the very first time that I'm meeting you, no, that's just a no, like, no, I've had multiple people ask me if I wanted to do that for the first time meeting them. I'm just like, uh, no, I do not. Maybe if for the second or third or fifth date, maybe we could do that. Like once we like get acclimated with one another, once I feel you out and I feel comfortable, then yeah, we we can we can do that. But for the very first time, no. And I mean, I don't think I'm tripping about that. I just feel like it's kind of creepy, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I'm just like, why do y'all think that's a good idea? Like, no, no. So I really used to love reading these Medium articles. And I found one that I haven't read yet, but the title definitely caught my eye. So I'm going to read it. It's a four-minute read. The title is, You Are Not Unmotivated. You Are Disconnected from Your True Self. And deep down, you know that. Okay, so let's get into it. So it says, Sometimes we go through phases of emptiness and lack of motivation. We feel like there's something wrong with us for not being able to feel excitement or inspiration. Here's the thing. More often than not, when we experience this, lack of motivation is not the real problem. The problem is our disconnection from ourselves. The problem is that we're trying to be someone we're not. We're all born with motivation. When you were born, you were filled with motivation. 
As a child, you had unlimited wants, needs, dreams, and desires. Whenever you felt something, you acted on it. You knew deep down that the sky was the limit. You also knew you were worthy of having your needs met and acting on your impulses. There were no excuses, fears, or insecurities. Unfortunately, somewhere along the line, you absorbed the message that things were not that simple. Maybe you even got punished for expressing yourself and following your intuition. That's what happens when we're raised by emotionally immature parents who don't know how to deal with our emotions slash authenticity. Motivation quickly loses its appeal if our loved ones judge or minimize our efforts, especially when we're children. Sooner or later, we learn to ignore our impulses and deny our authenticity. We become disconnected from our true selves. When we're disconnected, we live life on autopilot. When we're disconnected, we're in survival mode. We do whatever we need to do to adapt and survive. That means we conform to the environment we're in regardless of un- regardless of how unhealthy and dysfunctional it is because we think we have no choice. We adapt the beliefs, values, and habits of those around us instead of honoring our true needs and desires. We ignore our intuition. We perform and play a role to fit in and feel accepted and validated. Our nervous system becomes dysregulated. Our health is struggling, but we keep going. So they say, as I wrote in the root cause of many mental health problems, what happens when we feel like our attachment figures quote unquote, our parents will reject us if we show them our authenticity. The result is that we suppress our true selves, which leads to many mental and physical health problems. When you're a child, you have no choice in the matter. You know that if you give up your attachment for the sake of your authenticity, you will lose the relationships on which your life depends. So you adapt, you perform, you do your best to please your parents, you play a role. The problem is that we then carry this coping mechanism into adulthood. Suddenly, we're 25, 30 years old, and we're still playing a role. We don't know who we are, what we want, or what makes us happy because we spent years ignoring our true selves. Your true self knows the answers. Let's be honest. Deep down, you know what you want. You know what makes you feel drained and what lights you up. You know that if you were aligned with your true self, motivation wouldn't even be a question. You have so much energy and clarity. So how can I reconnect with myself, you ask? The answer is simple and complex at the same time. You spend time alone getting to know yourself and listening to your inner voices. You give yourself permission to feel everything you've been suppressing. You realize you're inherently worthy of love and acceptance. You're honest with yourself about who and what makes you feel depleted and you set boundaries accordingly. You keep reinforcing your boundaries, even especially when others don't respect them because you know you you deserve to have your needs met. You create space for people and opportunities that truly align with you by letting go of those that don't. You nourish your inner child through play and creativity. Don't forget, healing is not linear. It has many ups and downs, and there are many layers to peel back. Sometimes you feel extremely grateful and proud of yourself. Other times, old emotions get stirred up inside of us, and that's okay. What matters is your ability to keep going. So this was 
The author of this is Patricia Williams. You know, I really like that. I really like that. And I feel like that is something that I've experienced. And, you know, recently I, I told myself that I'm going to take acting classes. Because I've always had, you know, this dream or want to be an actor. But I... First, I believed that I was in denial about it and not, I didn't really believe in myself or believe that it would ever happen. And so I never, ever pursued it. But I, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I want to try things at the least, at least try. You know, so now, so when it's, you know, 20 years from now, I could at least say that I tried and I made an attempt and I put the effort into making that happen. So in the near future, I definitely do want to take acting classes. I definitely do want to continue working on music. I've been slacking in that area, but acting is also something that I'm very much interested in and I feel like I'm very you know, passionate about that art form. And it's something that I would like to, you know, at least tempt, attempt to do and see if, if, you know, if it's something that I can do and see what I'm made of in that lane. So I, I want to take acting classes. I, I do. And so I got to make that happen. And um, I hope that that was helpful for you because I think a lot of people, feel like, oh, I just haven't been motivated, you know, to do this or that when really it's not that you haven't been motivated. It's just like this says you're just disconnected from your true self. You have suppressed how you felt because of their, your environment or feeling like it wasn't it was an impossible thing to accomplish. And you told yourself that you needed to be realistic and that that it just wasn't going to happen for you and you need to you know stop dreaming and stop you know thinking of things and just think about what's currently happening in your world and because we're just so pressured to think about what's really happening and going on in our life that we don't really feed into our dreams, our hopes, just because we feel like it's a waste of time or just because we have so many other things that we have to take care of that get in the way or prevent us from pursuing these different things. Like it can really be a lot of pressure. It really can. And sometimes it's out of our control. Sometimes we are put in positions where we can't do what we really want to do. We have to do what our life at that point is leading us to do, whether that's, you know, take care of family or whether that's work a job that you really don't want to work, you know, whether it's having an inconvenient schedule that you really don't want to have, but it's the only option you have. You know, there's just so many th different things that happen in life that can prevent you from doing what you really want to be doing. And it's, it just, it really sucks. And it's unfortunate when you are in those positions because it's like, it makes you sad. And it makes you feel like you don't have time to do what you really want to do. So 
And that's why I think it's important that when you do have time, when you are able to make things happen, that you try to make those things happen and that you try to spend that time wisely and do the things that you really want to do. You know, and it's easier said than done, but you, if you got the tools, if you have the capabilities, if you have the time to do things, then you definitely got to do it. So I thought that was really a really good read. And I, I miss, you know, reading these different articles to motivate myself and my listeners. I used to really love to do that. So that felt good to read that. I really enjoyed that. Overall, man, uh, life has been, I honestly cannot complain. I've been in a good mood lately and I've just been taking it day by day. There's really all that we can do. Um, so my, my things, my goals for, for this year, I just want to continue to work on my health and take care of myself because if we aren't, you know, our body is how we are able to move around and do these different things. And if we're not able to do that, you're not really able to do anything, you know? So that's, you know, something that I've, you know, been working on is, you know, just my health and taking better care of myself and being mindful of that. I kind of had like a health scare in February and it was, it was like very, very scary. Um, I, for the first time in my life, I had to call the ambulance for myself because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know if I was going to make it, you know, it was like really that deep. And so it was a really scary moment for me. And that's not something I ever want to experience ever, 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 ever again. And so I've been, I stopped smoking because I feel like, uh, I stopped smoking because I feel like when I had smoked that day, it kind of triggered something. And then that's what led to me ultimately having to call the ambulance. Um, so I spoke on this before, but I have a thyroid disorder. I have a hyper hyperthyroidism. And so the thyroid is the gland. It's like, a, I believe it's a butterfly shaped gland in our, our throat, in our neck that regulates hormones. So you can either have too much hormones going on in your body or you can have not enough. And so that's something that I've been dealing with um, that and I first found out in I believe it was 2020 when I first found found this out and it's it's something that's genetic so my mom my mom has dealt with it my grandma has dealt with it and it does uh which what we eat what we put into our bodies definitely has plays a lot uh, a big part in these different things that happen to us and so it's difficult though because we don't know it just it just takes time to really figure out okay what am i supposed to eat what what can i eat and then when you think you're eating eating healthy here comes uh the news saying that you know frozen fruit has hepatitis a in it and just it's just always something so 
that's um a, a battle in itself trying to figure out what we can eat and what we shouldn't be eating but that's you know where i'm where i'm at with my health um one of the symptoms is having a heart palpitations or um irregular heartbeat or a rapid heartbeat and so that's what I had experienced and it just got to a point where I didn't know what the fuck was about to happen I, I literally felt like I was about to pass out because my heart was beating so fast and so I had went to the hospital and when I got to the hospital it it calmed down and got to the normal you know BPM and uh, it was just very emotional. I was really, really scared and, and, and emotional about it. The next day when I, I, I cried like all day the next day, cause I just, it was just a very traumatic and scary experience for me. And so um, I just decided to stop smoking marijuana. Uh, so I haven't been smoking. I, I don't know if, when I if I will, will start smoking again I honestly don't know I you know enjoy smoking um for years and I I feel like I definitely have been an advocate for it because I do feel like it has its benefits for people but I think in my situation with my hormonal imbalance and the, the already things that I have to deal with like I already have anxiety because of my thyroid disorder and I think that people with anxiety and drugs or with marijuana sometimes there could be adverse effects and I feel like that was something that I was struggling to accept for a while because I didn't want that to be the case I I love to smoke like I love it so that took me a while to actually accept the fact that maybe because of the things that I deal with health wise maybe I should give it a break like you know maybe it's not best for me you know what I'm saying so I've accepted that and I haven't smoked since then it's been going on two months now and uh yeah I, I do miss it though I do I ain't gonna even lie but it's it hasn't been hard for me um it's been pretty easy I to be honest like I don't even really it crosses my mind but I don't ever be like man I wish I had a blunt right now like because just because of the simple fact that what happened to me it makes it easier for me to just not smoke at all you know what I mean so your girl is marijuana free right now and it's for the best for the time being until I can you know until I you know I decide I want to try it and see till I can I feel like I have my thyroid under control honestly I, I don't know I think there's a lot of like I, I I a part of me just don't even want to even try it because I don't want to I'm just just to think about that happening again is very scary like it that was a scary situation for me like very very scary I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. So I'm happy that I am here today, you know, to be able to record this and tell my story. I'm thankful 
uh but yeah marijuana free so more power to y'all that smoke i'm happy for y'all enjoy it enjoy your highs but your girl is not getting high these days <laughs> so so there's that um so health is one of the things that i am focused on this year um, I've been taking Pilates classes. I took an intro class and then the other day I took a, another class that it, it started at five. It was an hour long. And so that's something that I would like to do um, a couple times a month. I really enjoy Pilates. I think that if you're someone who wants to be active and maybe lose weight or tone up I think it could be beneficial to you so at least give it a try but I really enjoy it it's like a lot of stretching and you're not I think the more intense you get and more advanced you get you may work up a sweat but so far in the classes that I attended I haven't worked up a sweat like I barely you know sweated at all but it's still like intense to where you might be like, "Woo, okay," because you still are doing different things that is working different muscles in your body, and so it definitely gets the job done. I feel like if if I do it consistently, I'll start seeing some changes in my body. And so, try Pilates, y'all. You might like it. So that's something new that I've been trying, and I enjoy and want to continue on with. And what else? Money management, that's another thing that I'm wanting to, you know, continue to work on managing money. I think that is something that a lot of us struggle with, not really managing our money well and not knowing what it means to be smart with our money. We just spend, spend, spend. Like, I'll speak for myself. I'm someone who... If I want something, I'm going to get it. Like, I work and I want to be able to get what I want when I want it. But we have to, I think, do that in moderation. Just be smart about it. Like, if you know that you got a certain bill coming up, if you know that if you spend this certain amount of money now that you might regret it later, you just got to think about think ahead and think about those things and then create a budget if you can create a budget so that you know how much money that you are able to spend that definitely helps and just you know set yourself up for success not for failure you know and i, I i'm just so tired and over having to, to think to myself man i wish i never got that food that day because then i'll have that money you know, so I'm just, you know, I'm blessed to have a job that I feel like will has provided me with the job security. So I know that even if my bank account do get low, I know that I got a check coming, which definitely does, you know, feel comforting. But at the same time, you don't want to keep having to get to a point where you're just you're waiting for that check you know I don't want to get to I don't want I want to get to a point where my 
my account grows like okay i got some more money whoop whoop you know i went a thousand up you know and now i have i'll have some more money to work with after i pay some of these bills like i want to get to a point where i'm consistent with that and i don't have to worry about my account going negative because these banks they do not play they will charge you an overdraft fee with the quickness and then now you deeper in the hole than you were to begin with so that's another thing that i want to concentrate on this year is just you know being smart with my money and what else i don't know i think this has been a good as told by nick episode i hope you guys enjoyed it um i i miss doing this type of format of a show so my plan is to do this at least once a month i'll try but to be honest i can't really make no promises because the four the four episodes that i'm already doing you know that i've already committed to doing a month sometimes it could be a bit much you know but i've been doing well and I was doing really good the beginning of the season because I I was I had a couple of episodes like I'll have the upcoming week's episode already recorded that way I could work on the episode that's coming on or that's going to be after that one like and I think that's another thing I want to continue to do because it just overall it just helps me out like I don't have to stress I've been doing really well with getting all the the artwork and things like that ready and I even tried you know the whole scheduling a post so that I don't have to worry about doing it like different things like that to help me be efficient I just want to you know continue with that and be consistent with it and yeah so I hope y'all enjoyed this as told by Neek episode letting y'all in a little bit on my business and what's going on with me and yeah I think that's all I would like to talk about and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna take it back. Um, I hope y'all just have a great rest of your weekend, a great upcoming week. And until next time, love, peace, and hair grease. I ain't said that in a minute. Okay, bye. <laughs>